started as any other day. Three, two, and one, and happy new year, mobsters. Happy new years. I blew the mic out, so I went to whispering. Should old acquaintance be forgotten? Yeah. Woo. It's 2022. Well, almost. When you're hearing this, it'll be almost there. But congratulations, y'all. We made it. And Matt, do you know what that means for us? Uh, I do not. Is it our one year anniversary? Is that what it is? No, that'll be in July or something like that. Oh, Wait. of being on the air. Yeah, being on the air. Of yeah. doing it, I think we've pretty much passed it. You might be right. Well, congratulations. That's yeah. not what I was talking about. So what is it? Twenty years since we graduated high school. Oh shit! Uh, are we going to the reunion? Absolutely. I, better not. question. Way better question. Is there a reunion? Probably not. Yeah. That's okay, because I would not go anyway. Because our class president doesn't want to organize, doesn't ever want to set foot in the state again. That's right. I don't know who that was, but that's exactly right. That's what I heard. Okay. All right. Well, fuck, fuck that person, whoever that was. Um, but 20 years, man, 20 years. That's crazy. I cannot remember who told me this. I'll organize it. Fuck it. You know what? Yeah, I'll organize it. Let's go. Let's do it. It was some girl. From, me and you. It was some girl from our class. But anyway, she also said like there was just a general lack of interest. So, oh, yeah, no but one. I think 10 years is too soon. Like, whatever, 10 years. 20 years, maybe, but I, I doubt they're actually having one. Well, let's do 50 years, who made it. Call it, look who made it. Yeah, well, that's too, you got, you want, you need to have at least shorter intervals so that you can kind of keep track of like what they look like. You wait 50 years, you're like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. You don't remember them at all. I mean, even now, there's a bunch yeah, I don't oh, remember. Yeah. I'd like, be like, I've, come, I I've come across people that, that, like, we went to high school together and I'm like, oh, yeah. And you have no idea. No idea. I do that all the time. Yeah. Part of my problem is too for playing music for so long, meeting so many people. I'm like, do I know them from music? Right. Or do I know you them don't remember where else? you know them from. Yeah. It like sucks. But uh, how you feeling though? Since we're 20 years removed from high school, so we got like 20 years on our backs and our knee, <laughs> knees. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we're definitely older. I think a little bit wiser. Yeah. And it, we're coming into a new year, so you know, new year. New us. They're, yeah. You know? New us. New us. And they roll by quick. They roll by quick they as you get older. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Love Beats is off today. He was actually hired to be the New Year's ball in, in NYC. So that's pretty. So they're, they're dropping human Ryan. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, Mr. Dr. Love Beats. They're dropping him. So that's pretty crazy. So tune in. Yeah. So welcome to Macabre Reality Bites, the New Year's edition, guys. I like to call this one New Year's, New Fears. Let's go. Our first bite is titled, Man Receives Fire Facial. Now, off the bat, do you think that sounds good or bad? A fire facial? Yeah. No, it sounds bad. But if like you're talking like the kids nowadays, and you're like, that facial was fucking fire, bro. Now that sounds good. Right. But this is, you know what show this is, so it's bad. Right. <laughs> this happened in Thailand on New Year's Eve in 2019. Very recent. Mm-hmm. Headline is, UK tourist blasts himself on New Year's Eve. Blasts himself with a f- blast himself in the face with fire. On New Year's Eve in Thailand. A man from England on vacation with his fiancée in, in Thailand was killed when a malfunctioning firework blew up in his face, 
Gary McLaurin, 50, of Northamptonshire, had been celebrating the end of 2019 at a club in coastal city of Patia when he tragically lost his life and his face. McLaurin purchased the fireworks outside the club probably by a man in a trench coat hiding all kinds of goodies and knickknacks and had struggled to light it. You see, what had happened was a worker at the bar had told a reporter that the firework didn't light on McLaurin's first attempt, so he tried, tried again, and only smoke came out. Then there was a big explosion in his face, mm. and he fell back. So this sounds like a cartoon almost. It almost does. Like uh, some uh, Roadrunner type shit. Yeah. Type uh, stuff. It's New Year. We're not cussing. Uh, oh, oh, shoot. So bleep that out. Shoot. We did say that on the, on the, darn uh, it, darn it. the previous episode, the Christmas up. Yeah. That's our New Year's resolution is I'm to, surprised to not you're... cuss anymore. I'm surprised you remembered. We recorded that one a while ago. It was a minute. So it was a minute ago. A minute ago. <laughs> First responders attempted to save McLaurin's life, but the tourist was, un- was unable to be revived. Police said McLaurin appeared to have suffered serious injuries to his face. The police are just brilliant at all these stories. Fireworks purchases are illegal in Patia, which is an awesome name for a place. I really That's like a that cool name. name. Officials are, reporting, are reportedly investigating how the man got a hold of them but if they just fucking read this story or listen to this podcast, you're welcome. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we do a lot we're, of. We're trying to do a lot of investigative work Thank along you, with the podcast. Uh, so it's not just about entertaining; it's also about cracking the case. We crack a lot of cases on here. We just we we just close the we close cases. We Google it and yeah. read articles about it, and then read yes. it to you. And we help the police in doing that. Case closed. Thank you. McLaurin's fiance posted a photo tribute to him on Facebook after his death, saying that he will be, quote, in my heart forever, babe, end quote. What's the lesson learned here, babe? In my heart forever, babe? Yeah. Um, you know, with fireworks, uh, if, if, if you got a dud firework, just get the fuck away from it. Yeah. A dud, throw it away. Yeah. Especially a Thailand firework, baby. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Uh, plans. Things you said in the past. Pies, water balloons, all things that can blow up in your face. Yes, that's a good point. Bombs, fireworks, no-nos. Do not put those in your face. Do not allow them to blow up in your face. No. I'm glad we're on the same page with that. Our next bite is titled <laughs> End of the Road. And cue the boys to men. Even, and don't cue yeah, them because we can't. We can't, even, we can't even hum a boys to men song. Okay, fuck. Well, can you believe that shit? Okay, well, let me just. Can we just do this for a second? Can I just talk to Boys the Men for a second? Yes. Just everybody else, just tune down. I, boys the Men, just listen up, please. Listen yes. up. First of all, I know you're listening. Um, hi, Wanya, Nathan, Sean. Huge fan here. Seen you two or three times. Uh, mostly at a fair, which is a weird place to see people, but it was really great. Did great. Um, I just want to say congratulations on the full transformation into men. Uh, thank you. Um, please allow us to use your music. I would love to play this clip of, of that right where I said end of the road. I wanted to play a clip of end of the road. So if you just call me or email us at macapod1 at gmail.com. Thank you. We love you guys. Um, and uh, congratulations. You're men now. All right. All right. Everybody turn back up. Right, we're cool. good. We're good. We're good. Oh, we're back. Whew. Man. I hope Did, you got that settled. Yeah. Well. Well, I'm just waiting for the email, you know. I know you guys don't know what I'm talking about because you turned down, but I'm kind of just waiting on an email from boys to men. No big deal. Whatever. Uh, anyways, this happened 
New Year's 2019 in Longmeadow, which I think is a town, but it's on Cape Cod. So I'm not sure how Cape Cod things work. I thought Cape Cod itself was a town. See, here's that's what I'm very confused about. It's a cape, actually, I guess. Yeah, I know that. And I know this about Cape Cod. They're known for two things. They're uh, great ships and a very confusing area. So, What the fuck is a cape? I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry. What is a cape? You've already broken your, <laughs> your new resolution. Just take that part yeah. out. Uh, what the freak is a cake? Um, this is... I'm glad you said that. I'm sorry, not a cake, a cape. A cape, a cape. Right. It's what a superhero wears. But other than that, I don't know. That's a geographic feature. This is what my notes say. Is it a city? Is it a town? I don't know. I just know I'm not rich enough to understand how towns and works. That should be on their welcome sign. How towns and cities work on Cape Cod or however the fuck that works. I'm I'm not rich enough. I'm very confused by Cape Cod. You don't, we don't have enough money to understand how capes work. And how Cape Cod works. Or Puget Sound. Correct. What are these things? No one knows. What is a, what's a sound and a cape? Is there a cape sound? Interesting. And I don't, you know, is I don't a, know. Is there a Puget Cape sound? That might that might be, be a cool put. Puget Cape sound. I don't know what a cape is, so I can't tell you if that'd be cool or not. I do I know what a sound know. is, though, now. A sound is like a little bay. A little inlet. Yeah. Yeah. Headline is... Long Meadow Man ends up being a bit too long, dies in freak accident. <laughs> All right. A 22-year-old Long Meadow Man was killed in the early morning on Cape Cod from injuries suffered when he was run over by a police car while he was lying in the fucking road. I'm sorry, in the road. Garrett Gagne of Long Meadow was pronounced dead at Cape Cod Hospital following the accident, which was reported at 4.07 a.m. in Chatham. I don't know what that means. And I wrote beside it, is this a county? We're throwing another name in there. Chatham County? We're talking about a Longmeadow man who is also in Chatham, who is also on Cape Cod. Tell me what's happening. I'm very confused. I'm not rich enough. I don't know. Somebody email us and let us know what's happening out there. We need to watch that. Uh, We need to watch Summer Catch again and see if we can find any clues Uh with Freddie Prinze Jr., Yes. Uh, and oh, see if we can find any. And uh, Matthew Lillard. Yes. Uh, if we can find any clues about the geography of Cape Cod and what it actually is. It's a, it's a town. What is it? Is it an island? Is what that is what it? Is a Cape an island? I, I don't know. Police? I, I can look it up. <laughs> <laughs> I can look it up, but I just. I don't We're not like looking it. it up. That's the whole point. Why I not? want the mob to tell us. Yeah, please tell us. I want us. somebody from Cape Cod to tell me. Yeah. Tell us what it is in your own words. Send pictures. Tell me what, what we're talking about here. Yeah. Pictures of Cape Cod. Yeah. <laughs> not dick pics. Yeah, no. Although a picture of a Cape would Cape Cod would sound more like a vagina pic. <laughs> that's, that's true. Don't send us that either. Don't yeah, don't do that. Picks. Police said it was not clear why Gagne was laying in the road. It was also not clear what condition he was in prior to the accident. But what had happened was, police learned that Gagne and some friends had come for a New Year's Eve party. Witnesses say that the song Life is a Highway started playing and that they saw a wild look in Gagne's eyes as he started shouting, Yes, life is a highway and I want to ride it all night long. And early morning long. They claim to have then seen Gagne stand on the bar and loudly state, I am road. And ran out the door. What? 
What, are, this this actually happened. <laughs> Allegedly, this guy was laying in the road, got hit by a police car. Uh huh. So he came had came from a party where he probably had been drinking. Mm-hmm. Life was a highway was playing. You know, you know the song. I can't really hum it because we'll get sued now. Right. But you know, I'll just say it. Life is a highway. I want to ride it all night long. Gotcha. And it just pumped him up, and he wanted to be the road. So apparently. he wanted to lay on the road. And yeah, he'd become over. road. Police were still looking to track down Gangne's friends for questioning. Police said an officer was responding to an unrelated emergency call when the cruiser ran over something in the road. When the officer stopped to investigate, he found Gangne lying in the road, seriously injured, aka dead. Yeah, aka run over, <laughs> seriously injured. The officer attempted first aid and called for help, and it was noted that the stretch of highway where he was lying was dark with absolutely no streetlights. The investigation is ongoing. My eyes right now are rolling out of my fucking head because, uh, no, it's not. We solved another one. He laid in the fucking road, and the cops ran him over, and that's case closed. Wait, right? why, why is there an investigation ongoing? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. You don't have to do this. You don't have to do this. Cape Cod police, listen up. He's he's gone. He laid in the road on a dark, dark highway. He's wild. He was out of his mind. He might have been drunk. He might have been on drugs. He might have not been either of those things. He just might have been wanting to become the road. That's a weird fucking story. Yeah. I got a lesson learned for it. And, you know, life is a highway. See what Tom Cochran already knew and what Rascal Flats later found out was. Life's like a road you travel on. When there's one day here, the next day gone. Sometimes you bend. Sometimes you stand. Sometimes you just turn your back to the wind. There was a world outside of every darkened door where blues won't haunt you anymore. Where the brave are free and the lovers soar. Come ride with me to a distant shore. We won't hesitate. Break down the garden gate. There's not much time left today because, well, life is a highway. I want to ride it all night long. And if you're going my way, I want to drive it all night long. Our next bite. I don't know what the fuck is going on. And this this episode is going off the fucking rails. <laughs> That's going to be funny as shit to somebody out there who really. <laughs> I hope somebody is totally song. along with that. Our next bite is titled, I'll pine for you when you're gone. This happened three days before New Year's. So soon. Can, can I take a guess? Is this a skiing accident? It sure is. All right. In 2020, uh, it happened three days before New Year's in Santa Fe, New Mexico. And the headline is, 22-year-old skier dies on slopes. It's all downhill from here. A 22-year-old man who recently moved to New Mexico died in a freak accident after losing control of his skis and crashing into a tree, Bono style. And uh, right now I'm admitting that I didn't know you could go skiing in New Mexico. Yeah, no, I'm surprised (laughs) to hear that as well. I thought it was a desert. Yeah. Hey, thank you. Thank you for saying that because I felt like, should I have known that? But I did not know that. I had no clue. No, I didn't know that either. Great. Perfect. Brian relocated to New Mexico from Arizona and took a job working at Ski Santa Fe. He was an experienced snowboarder, but was trying to get better at skis. It said when he first began, he would get to the bottom of the slope and look a little defeated or down. But once he got back up to the top, it seemed like it was just the lift he needed. Nice. Quote, he was skiing pretty much every day and he was likely familiar with the trail, but he probably lost control and went off the trail, says Stephanie Garcia. His sister, Ben Abruzzo, the general manager of Ski Santa Fe, says safety is something they take very seriously, but skiing comes with inherent risk, obviously. So he like he went off the path and ran into a tree. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Okay. And have you ever been skiing before? No. 
Me neither. And I, it, I do, I do see how it could come, like how it could become very dangerous, very fast. Oh yeah. Like going down a hill, yeah. a slippery ass hill and you can't control. You Absolutely. I man. mean, have you been on a skateboard? Yeah. Oh, same, same principle. Same yeah, principle. yeah. Yeah. Going down and just imagine Except going down a much a, larger and possibly steeper. And like, what do you like? There's no good options for, if you're not skilled for stopping. Yeah. I guess if you're a skier, your best bet is to just do a hill with no trees. Like just, so if you're going to fall, you might, you'll probably be okay. Because man, trees are just, yeah, they get you. you know? It's not, there's been a bunch of people uh, have died that way, but that's crazy. I mean, you yeah. know what, you know what trips me out is in the Olympics, <clears throat> those people that do that long jump ski where yeah, they're like flying through the air, uh, like it leaning looks, forward, you know, it's, it's wild. They go so fast. It looks crazy. And they just been, they've been yeah, way forward. They, they're they're crazy, like just man. flying. Wild. Uh, Ben Abruzzo says. He was wearing a helmet, and helmets absolutely help, but not they're not the end-all, be-all. You know, it's a tough time for our staff and obviously for his family. At Ski Santa Fe, the steepest, most extreme terrain is closed due to not enough snow. So, Abruzzo says injuries often happen where people feel more comfortable. So, I guess he's saying that because the harder stuff was not open. Because he was on an easier course, he, he might have he might have gotten a little lax in his and uh, how he was skiing, which is an interesting thing to say about somebody who's died in an accident. You, you don't have to say all that. Like you don't have to say that. Well, I don't think he's being nefarious well, about it or anything like that. But I just think like it might just be don't say just, that. it might be trying to kind More of put the, the blame on him, oh. you know, for oh, 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 okay. you know, litigation reasons. You know, like I'm sure his attorney was like, "Do not say it was the resort's fault in any way." So he's like, Anna, people, they don't pay attention when they're on the easier courses. Yeah. And then he goes on to say, what, quote, what we tend to see with generalization of accidents is skiing too fast. And skiing too fast near the trees is, is what you don't want to do, end quote. That's, thank you. Uh, he should put that on a sign and post it on the trees. Yeah. Uh, Brian's family goes on to say that he will be remembered as fun-loving adrenaline junkie who always wanted to help others. Um, and this sucks, but I think the lesson learned is if you, you're doing what you love to do and you go out doing it, it's not that, you know, it could be worse, way worse, so but it does suck. But it does I agree suck. with that. So super young too, 22 years old. So kind of sucks, but at least he wasn't dying, like taking a shit or washing dishes or some bullshit, you know? Yeah. I mean, again, <clears throat> died doing what he loved. Like the guy that took the Lance to the heart, the right. Yeah, the, exactly. That did the Renaissance, the Ren fair stuff. Yeah. Um, so in that sense, it's like, you know, Hey, you got, you got to find the positive in the situation. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we, that's what we do on this show. I think. Um, and anyways, as they say in the ski community, the snow must go on and ski you again in another life friend. So, um, you may have heard me mention Sonny Bono and how Brian went out like him. Or did yeah. he? Did who? Sonny, Sonny Bono. Because when researching the story, I came across a story of an FBI agent who believes that he was beaten to death on the mountain. Did you know uh, about that? No. All right. Well, I'm going to read you a story here. So uh, this is a, okay, a related story-ish. Yeah. I'm going to read you an article from contactmusic.com. I'm going to read it pretty much verbatim. So that's why I gave him the little shouts outs. So this was written in 2008. Okay. And uh, just in case you don't know who Sonny Bono is out there, he was the husband of Cher and the sunny part of Sonny and Cher. 
And for people who don't know who Cher is, he's she's the Cher part of but, Sonny and Cher. And Cher is um, Sonny's husband. Okay. All right. Glad we cleared that up. Yeah. And Cher is a, a very famous singer. Okay. That's and, what I was getting. Yeah. At. Okay. He died in 1998 in a skiing accident, just like Brian did in the story previously. That's why we're going into this. But as I said, wait, there's more. Tragic rocker Sonny Bono was clubbed to death by hired hitmen. That's a weird um, way to refer to him. Tragic yeah. rocker? Like yes. He wasn't doing tragic rock. <laughs> I don't like that. Um, he was a rocker. and I, He really wasn't a rocker, but whatever. I'll give you that. He was a rocker who tragically died. He was not a tragic rocker. Yeah, I didn't write this, so we'll start that over. No, no, no. Leave that okay. in. All right. All right. But go ahead. An investigator who had been researching Bono's 1998 fatal skiing accident for the past decade claims top officials linked to an international drug and weapons ring feared the singer turned politician was about to expose their criminal acts. And so they had to kill him on the slopes. Cher's ex-husband Bono's death was listed as a skiing accident quotes with family and friends satisfied uh, that he died skiing and colliding with a tree on the slopes in Nevada in January of 1998. But former FBI agent Ted Gunderson says there's more to the tragedy than meets the eye after studying the autopsy reports and other evidence. Really? Yes, sir. That's great. When, now, when is this story from? 2008. Oh, okay. So former FBI agent Ted Gunderson says, quote, it's nonsense for anyone to now try to suggest that Bono died after crashing into a tree. There's zero evidence in the autopsy report to show such an accident happened. Instead, there's a powerful proof that he was assassinated. This was an evil plot that was carried out to almost perfection by ruthless assassins. Bono, an experienced skier, was ambushed on the slopes by hired hitmen who beat him to death and then staged a tree collision. The retired FBI agent is now calling for the authorities to dig up Bono's remains and open the hom and homicide investigation. Gunnarsson's efforts have been backed up by top forensics experts who fear Nevada authorities were too quick to mark the tragedy as a skiing accident. Investigator Bob Fletcher, who has confessed he sent evidence of a 10-year study that linked top U.S. government officials to arms and weapons dealers to Bono less than a month before his death. Fletcher says, quote, he was going to make his number one priority. There's no doubt in my mind that Sonny was murdered by someone who needed him silenced. So basically this guy, Bob Fletcher did a 10 year study on crooked politicians. And because Sonny Bono was becoming a politician, he sent it to him to try to do something about it because right. he's not influenced by anybody. He's, he's new to the game. Yeah, he's a he's, musician. He's, like, you know, right. He just, cause I remember that like, wait, where was he elected a representative from? Was it Nevada? Is that what you said? Um, I know he did. He died in Nevada, but at any rate, he was elected to Congress, had this information from this guy about corrupt yes. politicians and goes in. He's not tainted yet. He's not corrupted yet. Cause he's new to Washington and he's like, he wants to be a crusader mm -hmm. and, you know, fight the good fight. Yep. And so some high up officials are like, no, we can't have that. Yep. And so they stage. And so they might've worked with <clears throat> now, now I'm speculating here, like CIA or, or fucking like special ops or like really trained assassins. Like this guy said, trained assassins Yeah. to take them out. I assume they're government trained. Yeah. Um, so that was saying that would have been in the story. But then I looked up Bob Fletcher 
So before Bono's death, Fletcher had been probing the activities of high-ranking U.S. military and government officials he claims are ranking in millions from arms and drug deals in Central America and Southeast Asia. Okay. He says he sent his shocking findings of corruption, including videotaped evidence, to Bono. Fletcher says, quote, I later received a call from his assistant in his offices to tell me Sonny had seen my full report and he was absolutely livid about the level of corruption I made him aware of. He was going to make this his number one priority when Congress resumed after Christmas and New Year's break. He was going to go after the biggest names. Oh, so that's the New Year's connection. Yep. Just 10 days later, I received a call that he was dead. I'd heard it was suspected his offices had been bugged. Tragically, that must have been the case. There's no doubt in my mind that Sonny was murdered by someone who needed to silence him. End quote. So this is super interesting. And then I found the autopsy report. Mm. <laughs> Although pathologist Dr. David Polisari, awesome name, concluded that the death was due to craniocerebral injuries due to blunt force trauma, um, in quotes, skiing accident. However, upon further reading of the autopsy, other injuries detailed included a black eye, swollen lips, bloody nose, bruised jaw, two upper teeth knocked out, all on the right side of his head. The pathologist also noted a series of small fractures in a central depressed region on the right side of Bono's skull and found some of the fractured bone pieces have a curved configuration. Like he was hit with knuckles? Well... Fletcher consulted a panel of experts and performed a recreation to determine how these wounds were caused. He concluded that the depressed area was due to blows from a rounded edge weapon wielded by a man taller than Bono. And the killer must have been left handed because all the wounds were on the right side of Bono's face and head. He believes that there was a second man who held Bono from behind. Hmm. So interesting. Pretty crazy. There's still more. Fletcher insists the lack of damage to Bono's brain, known as contracu injuries, is proof that he was beaten to death. He says people who hit objects face first normally have brain injuries caused when the organ rebounds off the back of the skull. We all know that. Mm -hmm. And all physical evidence doesn't add up either, he says. Strangely, for what was called a ski accident, Bono had no smashed ribs, no broken knees, no neck trauma, no hand injuries at all. And furthermore, he had no bark impressions on his face or any other part of his body. And he had no plant debris in his clothing whatsoever. So mm. pretty fucking suspicious. That sounds suspicious. So at first I thought this motherfucker died hitting a tree and then we might have just uh, blew the case open. Are we bringing it back? It's been, tw- what, 12, 13 years since this article was written. So has there been anything else since then? Nothing else has happened. No, they they didn't want to dig the body up. Uh, they just let it go because they couldn't get anything to happen. That's crazy. Well, I mean, if powerful officials assassinated him, it's probably going to be real hard to mount a case after the fact against them. That's absolutely true. Like, yeah, like years later. But that isn't that isn't that uh, weird? Like, if he hit a tree, I mean, you put your hands out. Yeah. Always put your hands yeah, out. Yeah, presumably, like in the hopes that you'll be able to, even though it's going to yeah. destroy your arms and shit, yeah. but at least if you can try to break the momentum enough to not die. And if he had all these blunt force uh, injuries to the 
left or right side of his head. Yeah, just one side of his um, head. That's kind of weird. And no tree debris on his person. <laughs> nice. You would expect, you know, if you run into a tree, you're going to have, like, stuff all over you. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, and, yeah. And so I read that. I was just like, you know, never, never gave it two thoughts. But then, like, this guy died just like Bono. And I was like, huh. Let me look up Bono and, like, I don't know. I was going to just do something, just mention Bono real quick. But then I saw all this shit, and I was like, this is crazy. That is crazy. So I'd never heard about that. Me neither. I just heard about it just researching this guy. So it sounds like he got murdered. <laughs> it really does. Do people generally accept this? I think people just accept that he got that he was his family you know, was is it believed widely that he was actually murdered or is this kind of one as, guy saying this but as far as I know it's two guys it's um an old detective and a former FBI agent so the guy who did the autopsy who noted all this stuff but still said it was a skiing accident probably pressured into it or just right. was like ha ah, like what are we going to do nobody else thinks it's a murder i'm not going to sit here and say it's a murder and then get something going like i'm not going to have all eyes on me. Well, you know it, what I'm and saying? it might be hard to believe that yeah. somebody he got beaten to death, and you know, out in the middle of the woods on a ski, and nobody saw it. And yeah, yeah. not that. Yeah, but it does sound like that happened. So that's pretty crazy. It's pretty interesting. So our next bio is a close, <laughs> close call, call, close call of the week, and it's titled "New Year's Choke Artist." This happened in Omaha. Shout out to three eleven, Omaha, Nebraska. Yep, at a New Year's party in two thousand seventeen. Headline is, man bites off a little more than he can swallow. This is also a fencer because this guy isn't fully dead, but he's not also fully alive. Oh, it's a fencer. I got you. Yeah. Mike O'Neill said his brother, who sells office furniture in Omaha, was, quote, still holding on Monday night. Brian O'Neill, 51, who choked while eating at a party, had been medically sedated since his emergency surgery to remove the food. I wonder if it was Omaha Steaks. So nobody... Gave him the Heimlich. We're getting to that. All right. Today he will be weaned off the medication so that doctors can check his brain response after being deprived from oxygen. His brother goes on to say, quote, it was just a freak accident. Because you see, what had happened was Brian O'Neill and his wife, Joan, were seated at a table at a friend's annual New Year's Eve party at a very fancy sounding place called Provisions by Grey Plume, a party room. Oh, yeah. When yeah. a piece of meat became lodged in his airway, eventually rendering him unconscious. Scary. Mm-hmm. I'm always afraid that's going to happen. Yeah, that's that's a terrifying way. Got to chew your food. Yeah. Chew your food. And again, I wonder if it was Omaha steak. They are in Omaha, Nebraska. Possible. So it was a steak he was eating. Well, it just says a piece of meat, but we <laughs> let's, let's be honest. If we're in <laughs> Omaha, Nebraska. We ate steak. <laughs> we're men. You know what I mean? We ate steak. The party room staff called 911 shortly before midnight while five men, including a doctor and an off-duty Omaha police sergeant, a Native American, a construction worker, and a biker who were all working nearby, took turns at the Heimlich maneuver while all harmonizing the classic tune YMCA, the report said. After many failed attempts, the doctor tried to open the airway by using a steak knife for a tracheotomy. Oh, it's getting serious now. I've seen that in movies. And it must seen, have been lodged in there. Yeah, they couldn't. Dude, five different dudes. Five different people who all looked like the goddamn. The Heimlich maneuver. Yeah. And they. The and village you, people. You've seen the village people. They're in yeah, shape. They are. And nobody could get and it out. Couldn't get it out. Including a doctor who then performed a tracheotomy with 
ha ha ha, a steak knife, which means what were they eating? Omaha steaks. We were fucking correct, dude. They're not going to be eating fish filet in fucking Omaha, Nebraska. We're men. You you ought not to. We're men. You know what I'm saying? We're men. We're going to eat steak. Ladies, ladies, you know, men, you know, ladies, you know, meat, meat, steak, meat. The tracheotomy did not work out for him. Did he go above the piece of meat? It just didn't help the situation at all. He made it worse. I thought thought he was going to cut his neck open and eat the piece of steak (laughs) out of there. (laughs) He did. Uh, um, They value their fucking steaks. That's right. They're serious about it. He ate this. The tracheotomy did not work. And when the medical professionals got there. (laughs) I'm just thinking about what this doctor did. Like if he just totally just fucked, fucked up, up. The, the, like he just stabbed him in the side of the neck or something. Like, wait, where, where's that thing? At? Uh, yeah. So I'm wondering how the like, ambulance it didn't people. work. I wonder why it didn't work. I mean, in, in principle, it should work. It should work. The guy must have fucked up. That's somehow. what I'm thinking. He must yeah. have fucked it up. I, did he have a straw to put in his airway? Exactly. Not, did he then, just stab him in the neck, thinking this will just open up the hole? Like, yeah, that's stupid. I don't know. Fuck that guy. What a terrible doctor. Awful doctor. Well, allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly, uh, the people in the ambulance got his airway open though, so they must have did it correct. Okay, yeah, the the paramedics got to know how to do that. So I mean, it was po- it was doable. That was my point. So I mean, he must have the doctor must have fucked it up. Yeah, yeah, and um, see, he's but still they, holding so they, on. So yeah, so they didn't. The paramedics obviously didn't get there till a amount of time later that it caused him brain damage from the time that. He, yeah, as of 2017, the doctor was taking him off the medication to um, analyze his brain movements and um, activity and stuff like that. So I actually don't know what happened to this guy because it's not like they were going to update anybody. So hmm. um, the family's still holding off for a miracle since 2017, but I hope not. I hope fairly he came through. I know what my lesson is. What is it? ABC, baby. Always be chewing. Always be chewing. Always be chewing. Chew your food. How many bites? How many bites? You, how, many, how many bites are you supposed to do? How many chews? How many chews? Uh, I don't have a set number, but it's it's more you got to get it to a certain consistency, you know, and you got to cut mm-hmm. small pieces off. You don't yeah. give it some time. You don't have to eat it all at once. Enjoy your food. En- enjoy it. Enjoy and your plus, food. Plus, you might get full faster and not overeat. All right. Just cut small pieces. Enjoy your food. You can always sa- be chewing. You can savor it more. Mm-hmm. I do like that. I do like always be chewing. Mm-hmm. It's good. Uh, Drink liquids. Yeah. Drink this right. Yeah. All right. Well, that will do it for our New Year's New Fear show. We hope you liked it. We hope you learned something. Probably didn't. You probably just learned the lyrics to Life is a Highway. That's probably all it was. But always and be you chewing. You may not have even learned that. Yeah, it's true, too. <laughs> you might have just spaced the fuck out like Matt did at that, in that point. It was kind of like, okay, I don't really know this song. I don't know really what's happening. I, I know Life is a Highway, but I did not know what you're... I didn't know that... Um, what was it? Boss Skaggs or, or uh, Rascal Flats? Yeah, they um, they redid the song. Oh, did they? Yeah, Tom I Cochran. Did, no, I did, did the not original, know that. And then okay. Rascal Flats did the. Um, no, I, I remember the original because yeah. that was like yeah, that song was all over the fucking radio. But yeah, I didn't know there was a remake of that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay well now, so no, so I, there you go. I did not know the song. There you go. You can now go back and listen to that joke on on the episode, and you'll you'll like it. You'll laugh your ass off. Yeah. Um, as always, you can find us at MacabrePod1 on Facebook, Instagram. You can email us, MacabrePod1 at gmail.com. Uh, keep all of them coming. We love them. We love seeing them. Uh, email us your 
uh, New Year's resolution. Yeah, I was exactly right? thinking that. We're synchronized right there. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Let us know what your resolutions are. Um, that'd be cool. Or How, how did... Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no. I was going to say, like, tell us what your resolutions are. Or at the same time, make one of the resolutions to tell somebody about this podcast. Absolutely. Awesome. We, we would really appreciate that. Yeah. And I was just going to ask... Uh, how did we do on our resolution so far? One episode in, I don't think we cussed too much. I know I said a few words, and you said a few words, but it was pretty, it was I pretty think, clean. I think we cleaned it up a bit. We'll, we'll keep working on. We're that. gonna have to push the clean button and let's go ahead and be searchable on Patreon. Yeah, we're, we're gonna clean it up for sure. Which, oh, also oh, nicely slides me into that. We have a Patreon now. You can find our link on Facebook and on Instagram. Just go ahead and click it. Pick your level, and we'll, we'll give you some free shit, some extra shit. Well, 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 stuff, swag. Oh, oh my God, I'm so yeah. sorry. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Hey, it's gonna be a process, but yeah, we're gonna stick to it. Yeah. Yeah. So tell somebody about us. That that can be one of your New Year's resolutions. That'd be great. Rate, review us. It does. It does um, help. Me and Matt just do this by ourselves. So please, please help. Uh, we love everybody out there. So uh, thank you and yeah and and much love in the new year and we hope it's a good one. Uh, you just gotta you just gotta treat others the way you'd want to be treated. That's the golden rule. That's right. Yeah. So that's a good golden rule in 2022. Always be chewing and tell somebody about macabre reality, true stories of everyday horror. And to that we say, cuando se qui se una familia. When you hear your family. For the council, I'm Josh. Stay safe out there and be careful not to find yourself in your own macabre reality. Ciao, Bella. <laughs>